Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine, our guest tonight, Port of Long Beach Executive Director Mario Cordero, and Luann Bynum, President of the Long Beach Board of Harbor Commissioners, as we continue our 26th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight focused on the Port of Long Beach. Our first guest is the Executive Director of the Port, Mario Cordero. Welcome, welcome to our show. Thank you, Art. Always a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you. Uh, the Port has had a record year this past year and through April, cargo figures are up 17%. Uh, how come the Port's been doing so well? Well, I think, first of all, we have a commission who has exemplified uh, great leadership in making sure that we remain competitive and we're big ship ready. So with that, uh, you know, we had the largest vessel to visit North America here a little more than a year ago. That ben, was a, ben Franklin. The ben Franklin, 18,000 TEU vessel. Just to put that into context, if you line up every container that was on that vessel, it was stretched from Long Beach all the way to Santa Barbara. So just for the record, TEU stands for... 20-foot equivalent units, so uh, two of right. those things are... Yeah, well, yeah, two of those would be a 40-foot container, and the yeah. standard container, again, is a 20-foot container. I see. Well, uh, so the fort has been busy, and uh, to what do you attribute that? And then, you know, the second reason is, you know, we have a great mayor, Robert Garcia, who's really promoted international trade in the Port of Long Beach. So you put the leadership of the commission and of the mayor, put that together, you, what that translates to is a port that is ready to receive and serve the largest vessels in the world. And uh, we put uh, at, uh, four, uh, more than $4 billion in infrastructure over a 10-year period. Uh, that amplifies our capability in terms of marine terminal operators. And in addition, furthering our rail capability. So I think those are great stories in terms of where the port is today. And the inner harbor that we know is, one of, is part of your major capital uh, construction investments uh, is uh, embodies the latest in technology and uh, suitable for these larger ships. No, absolutely. You know, part of our infrastructure project has included not just the bridge, but you know, putting forth now the state-of-the-art terminal in the United States, and that's Long Beach Container Terminal. So now I have a capability of moving 3.3 million containers on completion. So I think again, it's a great story in terms of how we invest our dollars wisely to make sure that we attract the largest vessels in the world. Wonderful. Uh, and so what are some of the challenges that, that lie ahead for the port? Well, I think that there are challenges that are welcomed. And by that I mean, you know, moving containers faster and making sure that containers, uh, uh, we reduce the dwell time at terminals and getting on to the inland connectivity and putting on rail. You know, this commission has now had the vision of one day moving containers from this port 50% on rail. Uh, and that's a large number. So long-term, uh, that's a challenge. That's a welcome challenge that I think we'll be able to do. On the short-term, we'll be able to put containers at the mode of 35% of our containers that come in, putting them on rail. And one of the benefits of 
doing rail versus trucks is obviously getting trucks off the freeways with the carbon and all that accompany diesels. No, absolutely. This, this continues the leadership of this commission of uh, reducing emissions, but not just reducing them, eliminating emissions. And I'm talking about the Cleaner Action Plan in which our goal now is zero emissions. But as to rail, again, it is uh, a better friendly uh, environmental option to put these containers on rail. One train, for example, eliminates 750 truck moves. So when we talk about the 710 gateway here and the freeway, uh, that's great news in terms of what we'll be able to do in moving these containers through a rail option. And I know your port uh, was the pioneer in Greenport. We'll talk about that later, but just give us a sense of uh, where it's going with regard to environmental protection. Well, I mean, the Greenport that evolved in 2005, again, as I said, uh, had the original plan of reducing emissions, but where it's going now for the Greenport of the future, we're going to eliminate emissions. We're going to have equipment here that's zero emission. We're going to have trucks here that are going to be uh, electric trucks, uh, fuel cell trucks, and again, no emissions. These are worthy goals that, uh, as it relates to equipment in 2030. And as it relates to trucks, we'll be able to get there by 2035, and in fact, sooner. I mean, and what about boats, uh, cold ironing is it called, uh, where you, you plug the boat, uh, the electrical right. in, and the boat doesn't have to keep its diesel going? Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, in terms of the vessels that are arriving, uh, not only uh, are we going to have cold ironing capability, which is already in place, but also options to further reduce NOx and SOx in terms of the vessels uh, that arrive here. So I think we're right on track in terms of what we're doing to, again, be a community-friendly port that uh, not only just reduces emissions, but eliminates emissions. Well, you've mentioned a couple of times the, the value of the commission, and uh, we're going to meet the president, Lou Ann Bynum, of uh, the Board of Harbor Commissions in just a moment, so stay with us. We'll be back with more of our show after these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks.
At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We're back, continuing a conversation with Mario Cordero, uh, head of the port, and uh, joined now by Lou Ann Bynum, who's president of the Board of Harvard Commissioners, and welcome, welcome to our show, Lou Ann. Thank you, Art. It's great to be here. Your term will be ending in the next couple of months. Uh, mm -hmm. what, when you look back on, on the year you've been president, what, uh, what are you most proud of? Well, when I started the year, there were three things I wanted to make sure that we accomplished. One of them, for sure, was getting the Clean Air Action Plan passed, and the commission and the staff were able to do that. Um, taking a look at connecting economic development opportunities a little bit better, and there'll be some information coming to the board about that soon. And of course, education. Education is near and dear to my heart. I've worked over 30 years in economic workforce development, and so our educational program at the port is an amazing program. And you just retired recently as senior vice president at City College. I did, you, yes. Uh -huh. Involved in education mm -hmm. for mu much of your mm -hmm. career. But it's been fun for me to be at the port and work with the team we have at the port. Um, this year has been an amazing year. We have our um, Port of Global Logistics um, uh, at Cabrillo High School. It serves about 500 students a year. I think next year the full curriculum will have evolved into the fourth year. Um, we've had probably about 2,000 students come and visit the port this year on land and on sea to do port tours. And the educational outreach has just been amazing with the um, yes. work that the staff has done. And Mary, what are the, some of the highlights from your end of this, in this past year? Well, I think like Luann mentioned, there's, there's many highlights, in, but in terms of the operational highlights, uh, this past year, take for example 2017, we ended the year with the uh, most cargo container growth in the port's 107-year mm -hmm. history, wow. moving at the tune of 7.5 million containers. That is an 11% growth year over year from 2016. That growth continues for 2018. In the first four months, we've had a growth in excess of 17%. So uh, on the operational front, I think uh, the, the port's doing great, it's growing, and it's growing in a very sustainable fashion. And you spend a lot of time connecting with the community. Why is that so important to the port? Well, people may remember that in 2005, the uh, port moved forward with a green port policy. And what that basically indicated is a roadmap for sustainable development. And today, in 2018, we've had great success as a port. And I think the benefits of international trade and the prosperity that comes from that industry is now shared with the citizens of Long Beach, which is very important to get that buy-in and support. And Luann, social responsibility is an important element of what you do. Yeah, it's critical. Of course, business responsibility, environmental responsibility, but the port has really significantly increased its outreach to the community in general. Um, this year we had a million dollars worth of sponsorships to um, arts, civic, 
um, entities education to be able to get the positive word out about the port as well as support the wonderful things going on in the community. We also um, have a new mitigation grant, a community grant program. It's about a $47 million program over the next 12 years and that's designed to help to mitigate some of the emissions that come from the port as we work our way down that list but um, air filters for example um, planting trees, working with communities and other infrastructure projects. So this port is very, very, the, the staff and the commission are very dedicated to that. And as president, I know you travel throughout the world mm -hmm. uh, and you meet with uh, representatives of other ports and all. And, and Long Beach is known, is it not, as, as the pioneer in, uh, in, in green porting and environmental sensitivity? It's astounding. It was astounding to me when I first um, started to do that because every place we go, people mention the Green Port initiatives that we have here at the Port of Long Beach. Well, uh, congratulations to that. And we were talking before we went on air about what a different place Long Beach would be if we didn't have a port. Oh, and as far sure. as jobs go, mm -hmm. as far as uh, uh, interaction with other ports uh, and, uh, and, and, and Long Beach, uh, the port really helps put Long Beach on the map. And absolutely, and again, I just want to make sure to take the time to highlight the fact that uh, we need to, th to thank our marine terminal operators and the IOWU. You know, in terms of the highlights, one of the most recent highlights is the uh, Pier T the total international uh, terminal terminal uh, at, uh, at uh, Port of Long Beach, uh, they had uh, 564 crane moves uh, in one day. Yeah. That translates to 70 moves of containers uh, per hour. And to give the context of that, the, aver the, the average in the West Coast is something like 20, 25. Wow. So it's a great statement in terms of our marine terminal operators and the union, IOWU, in terms of accelerating the productivity here at the Port of Long Beach. And that's that's very important because time is money and, and the faster things are loaded and offloaded, the faster the ship can be on its way and the ship's not making any money if it's just sitting there at a dock. So uh, that efficiency uh, is, is a competitive advantage. Absolutely, it's all about speed, speed the market. Well, uh, when you go downtown and you take a look at uh, <laughs> things, the port uh, is very visible. And, and, and let's, let's talk briefly about, uh, about the bridge. Mm -hmm. Well, the bridge is an exciting project. Um, it's a $1.2 billion project. Um, we will be done with it. I completed in 2019. Um, that bridge has been a I think you call it the bridge to everywhere. Is the that right, Mario? The bridge to everywhere. <laughs> it's a, it'll be iconic. Will yeah. not Absolutely. It'll be it's, a landmark for our city. Yeah. And the reason we call it the bridge to everywhere that containers, the flow on that bridge, end up in every congressional district in the mainland of the United States. And what percent of the commerce coming in goes under that bridge? Fifteen percent of the imported cargo that comes into this country goes over that bridge. So it's in a container today and tomorrow it's on the shelves of Walmart or Costco. Absolutely, and the, other, the beautiful thing about this endeavor, this project is, it's also, we talked about community engagement, there's a community component to this. It's gonna have a bike path, 
It's going to have a pedestrian walkway. And on that note, I want to also make sure that we all remember Mark Bixby Absolutely. for his leadership and making sure that that bridge was going to be not only a trade, international trade bridge, but also community yes. friendly. Absolutely. And uh, it does make it uh, part of the even more part of the community. And uh, hats off to, to Mark. Uh, well, we're going to continue this conversation, but first we need to pause for these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah. But if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. We're back continuing this fascinating conversation about the port and its role in our community. Uh, Luann, the Port of Long Beach partnering with the Port of Los Angeles recently committed to a zero emissions future by updating the Clean Air Action Plan. Tell us about that. Well, we did. Nobody thought it could be done in 2006. Mario was significantly involved in that. Um, in the course, over time, uh, since 2006, the port has been able to reduce um, diesel particulate matter by 88% and uh, sulfur dioxides by 97%. So we're working on the last mile now. We want to make sure that we are able to have a zero emissions port hopefully by 2050. Mario had mentioned earlier cargo handling equipment will be zero emissions by 2030 and trucks will be zero emissions by um, 2035. Mario, years ago you were a port commissioner Correct. As, as Luann is today. Uh, now you're sitting uh, in a little different seat, but it's the same port. Uh, just tell us the, the difference uh, in what you do now and what you used to do. Well, I think the important thing is that we have a commission now who has taken everything to a new level. You know, now talking about the green port of the future, as Luann mentioned, now having a port with zero emissions. So I think the difference now is, you know, I'm now basically responsible for making that happen at a management level. But it's also great to have the leadership on the commission, which comes up with those policy decisions and lead, uh, uh, make the, uh, the game plan to get there. And you call the bridge the bridge to everywhere. Just expand that a bit. Well, the bridge to everywhere really comes from the fact that uh, containers that transport through that bridge end up in every congressional district. 
uh, in the United States. So I think uh, years ago, we may remember there was a, a media description of a bridge to nowhere. And then, so with all that, I felt here in Long Beach, we have the bridge that goes everywhere. And it's by definition, that definitely is the case. Let's talk about international trade. It's much in the news. Yeah. And uh, some are afraid of a trade war. And, and, and China is our major trading partner. By far. Uh, what, what, what's going to happen uh, to the port if uh, we get into a trade war? Well, it's a moving target, as we all know. I mean, we just had different kind of news yesterday. But I think what's important for people to remember is um, the Port of Long Beach has been trading with China since the 70s. And we've managed to weather these kinds of things. I mean, there's been different times when tariffs have been imposed. and. Um, we just head down, bum up. We will continue to be the best port that we can for our customers. And this is a global economy anymore. It's hard to imagine that that would be debungled, and I don't think that's the case. We have the Port of Long Beach um, encourages about less than $5 billion in tax revenue every year mm -hmm. through local and regional and federal taxes. Um, so it's 40% of the cargo into the country comes through the port. So I don't think that's going to go any place, and I think we will just continue to be the best port we can, and I we'll get through this as well. So Mario, we really have a global economy here. Oh, absolutely. Like Luan referenced, you know, I mean, we mentioned we had our best year in 2000, uh, in 20, uh, 2017, and this is during the course of the ongoing political discussion of tariffs. And I think it just yeah. exemplifies the fact that there may be some definitive legitimate issues to be talked about at a higher political level in terms of that imbalance. But at the end of the day, this is a $4.6 mm -hmm. trillion dollar industry. And China is our main partner here in the West Coast. And, and there's too much at stake to, to, well, to see it blow up. When you look at exports alone, there's three countries that account to almost half, 43% of U.S. exports, China, Canada, and Mexico. So. That's not going to change, and I think, uh, like Luann mentioned, it's a global economy. So we're looking forward to achieving the kind of growth that the experts are predicting for 2018, at least for the first six months, upwards of 5.3%. So, so Luann, what, looking ahead, uh, uh, what do you see as the major challenges facing the port? I think for us, we just have to stay the course. We've got um, incredibly large capital construction going on right now. We've got the Middle Harbor. We've got the Gerald Desmond Bridge. We have the Civic Center. We recently um, certified the EIR and the council backed that up for Pier B. So um, we have always been fiscally responsible as yes. a port. And so we need to be very careful and continue to do that in the years to come as we build out these major initiatives. But um, I, I have no doubt that we're going to get there. I know there were some budget challenges in, in uh, building the bridge and mm -hmm. the Inner Harbor, particularly the bridge, uh, and through no fault of the port, uh, didn't have accurate maps of, of where the pipes were mm -hmm. underneath, and, yeah. and, and that created some delays and additional costs. But are we over that hump now? Well, let's just look to the facts in terms of where, we're our, where we are in our financial health. Uh, the fact is we've invested more money in infrastructure than any other port in the nation. Mm -hmm. Uh, recently, our auditors, KPMG, gave us a clean bill of health and went beyond that by saying this has been the best audit of the Port of Long Beach in the past 15 years. And last, with regard to our infrastructure projects, 2019 is a big year. We have a mm -hmm. proposed budget of $990 million. Two-thirds, over two-thirds of that budget, which is 
about 710 million are going to be specifically earmarked to capital infrastructure. So the good news for 2019 where Long Beach is going to be, the port's going to have a brand new building, Long Beach is going to have a brand new civic center, we're near the end of our iconic uh, Bridge to Everywhere project, and the Middle Harbor, the state of the art terminal, will be almost uh, finished with the third and last phase of that. So it's great news, and again, looking forward to the 10-year forecast of our finances. Uh, I think our, our managing director and supported by KPMG, we're doing fine. So I'm very proud wow. to be part of this port yeah, and so. because <laughs> of the leadership of this commission. Yeah. And when you drive down Ocean Boulevard and you see that port building going up, almost finished and will be occupied in the next year, I suppose, uh, and then City Hall not too far behind. Uh, it, I, I think it also speaks to the relationship that the port has with its city. Uh, the fact that um, the port building will be right there in the middle of the city, close to the port. We can see the port from the building. Um, we are a port town, and um, it's really important for us to be part of the community and the city and make sure that you know we can maintain that. It is in our DNA. I remember reading yeah. or skimming that book that came out, Port yeah, Town, right. and, uh, and seeing the beginnings of mm -hmm. it, but uh, it's part of the fabric of our community. It is, yes. Well, we will be continuing with the show after these messages. Stay with us. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. I think Long Beach is very, very privileged and fortunate to have a port of the quality of our port of Long Beach here in the community, generating jobs, uh, generating trade, and generating uh, 
economic uh, availabilities to nonprofit organizations throughout the city. So thank you on behalf of the community for what you and the port do. And Mario, just any closing comments? Well, I think it's just, again, I'm very proud to be part of this uh, organization at the Port of Long Beach. And next year, like I said, uh, we're going to have the port town really exemplified by the new Civic Center. And I think going forward, you know, Long Beach is going to be continue to be the port of choice. And the great results we've had in the last year in terms of our growth certainly confirms and reaffirms that the shippers in the United States have confidence in the West Coast and more particularly at the Port of Long Beach. We're going to move things faster and we're going to grow. And it's going to be a benefit not only to the city of Long Beach, but to the citizens of Long Beach. Thank you, thank you. And President Bynum. I would just say stay tuned. We're on a roll and we're not going back. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you both for joining us and thank you at home for watching. Please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.